0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Welcome back. It's Overtime here on 1067 The Fan and always streaming live nationally on the Free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge of movement, Linnell Willingham. Ride with you till 10 o'clock tonight before we hand things over to the JR Sport Brief. Right now, I want to continue the conversation on the hardwood. We just did a little bit of NBA hot news or not news. Right now, we're going to have our pal Jason Dumas join us via the BetQL guest hotline. He is the sports director for KRN 4 News in San Francisco. Uh, he also is a reoccurring guest on 95.7 The Game, uh, one of our Odyssey stations out in the Bay. You can give him a follow on Twitter at Dumas Reports. What's going on, Jason? How you doing, my man?
2: What's up, man? Thanks for having me on. Of course, man. Over there in
1: D.C. Yes, sir, man. Look, and right about now, it's perfect timing to do a little crossover, Uh, Jason. You made waves this morning is what I'll call it, man, with the quote and nugget that you gave on Jordan Poole. We just played it uh, in our last segment. For Wizards fans out here that are trying to get a little bit of a better understanding for who Jordan Poole, the young man, is, uh, can you shed us some light on that?
2: Yeah, Jordan Poole, he is a very confident young man. He's a yeah. <laughs> good dude, too. Good good dude, but yes. very confident. Um, but he's one of those guys, though, I think, I mean, it's okay to any for anyone to be confident. I don't oh, want exactly. to make it seem like that's not a good thing. But some people's confidence stems from being irrational. Jordan does not. Right. He is wildly talented and he works as hard as he is talented. So I always say when someone is that talented and when someone works that hard, it's all going to come together for them in the long run, you know, like they'll always figure it out. So obviously Jordan, he, he had a down year kind of in terms of efficiency and in the playoffs, he kind of fell off a cliff. But what I used, what I was saying on the radio mm-hmm. for the past couple of weeks, is that a guy that works that hard and is that talented, the struggles won't last very long. Right. So I have no, I have no comms that Jordan is going to figure it out in Washington and and uh, score a lot of buckets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Lord knows, Jason, somebody needs to score some buckets. This roster looks completely different than what it looked at season's end. We we talked about Jordan Poole, the person in the basketball player. I I love the way that you put it, man. Some dudes, when they have confidence, it's irrational. But when you watch and cut on the tape of Jordan, man, he is one of the most talented dudes with the basketball in his hands in the sport. What you alluded to this morning, though, and, and Rick Buecher also has alluded to this, longtime NBA reporter, is that the way you put it, the punch heard around the world from Draymond was not, really the thing that set everything in motion, but rather the icing on the cake, as you described it. Can, can you go into a little bit more detail about that?
2: Yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, I want to preface it with uh-huh. Draymond was completely wrong and he should have never put his hands on Jordan Poole. 100%. We just, you know, so get that out the way. I don't want anyone to say I'm victim blaming. Right,
0: right. But, no, we got you, bro.
2: <laughs> but my point is, and I think you can get what I'm saying mm-hmm. is, the punch was kind of the end result right. after just there was a lot of emotions building up, and Jordan even dating all the way back to the beginning of their championship season. Mm-hmm. Jordan comes in he's starting at the two spot next to Steph during the twenty games he started they were eighteen and two. Mm. Jordan was playing amazing basketball. The team was playing amazing basketball, right. obviously. You're 18 and 2. And uh, Jordan was a big part of that. Then Clay comes back, and Clay struggles a little bit, which is not hard to grasp. He had coming back after two years off the court. Yeah. So no one was surprised that Clay was struggling. I think uh, Jordan, though, mm-hmm. didn't like how he had to take a back seat. And you know, you out here in the Bay Area, you got people on two sides of the coin. <laughs> like, hey, Jordan should have gotten a little more respect, and then you got the people. It's Clay Thompson. Shut up and sit down. Right. So I fall a little in the middle. Okay, that's, I that's think, fair. I think it. I think it could have been handled a little better. Yeah. Uh, I also think. Um, I think it would have been a mature thing to do for Clay Thompson to come back and be like, you know what, you guys are rolling. Exactly. I am going to make it easy on everybody because I know this is a sport with everybody has an ego. I'm going to make it easy on everyone and I'm going to come back, uh, come back, and I'm going to come off the bench. Maybe it might not be per- permanent, but at least in the short term, and we'll see how that goes. Draymond came off the bench this past year. Mm-hmm. Last year, Draymond, or uh, Steph Curry came off the bench for the first three or four games of the playoff series in the first round when he was coming back from injury. I think Clay should have took it upon himself to be the adult in the room and just ease tension. Andre Godala didn't want to come off the bench when he was first regulated to the bench back in fifteen. Yep. He did it though. I think Clay could have done that, but he didn't. Uh and then there was just kind of a power struggle, a power dynamic. When you have guys who have been together for so long and who are so accomplished, Steph, Clay, and Dre. They have a lot of equity. They got a lot of rope. Mm -hmm. And Jordan Poole felt like he wasn't treated the same way. Now, some people will be like, hey, you're not going to get treated the same way because you're not those three guys. But then other people will be like, Mm -hmm. you know what? You're in a workplace. You see guys being able to do stuff like play, playing bad basketball. He's not going to get on. He's not on a short lease. I'm on a short lease. Like in Jordan Poole's mind, Now, this is just something that uh, is not sourced. This is just me, my opinion. But in Jordan Poole's mind, educated opinion, I should say, I feel like Jordan Poole is probably like, I'm better than Klay Thompson. Can you
1: you say what it is, bro? Because I feel like that's the elephant in the room with that situation, and I'm not in Golden State, and I'm not based out there. But anyone who's been watching can clearly understand that I think Jordan at this point in his career has surpassed where Clay is at right now.
2: Yeah, that's what he thinks. That you know, and I'm not not really for me to get into who's better and who's this. I think, I think it's pretty close right now. It is. I think Jordan, I think Jordan uh, can can get a bucket easier than Clay at this point. Clay is kind of just relegated to you know being a shooter and yeah. and but I think Jordan Jordan was getting hunted on defense, especially yeah. in the playoffs. Clay isn't who he used to be on that side of the ball, but. He's not as bad as Jordan is on that side of the ball. And the thing about Clay is Clay has started to guard big guys now. Like he'll Clay used to be able to guard one and twos and stay in front of them. Right. Clay guards threes and fours now and kind of holds his own. So he's a different type of defender than he used to be, but Jordan is not as good on that side of the ball. So I think it just really comes to matchups and who they're playing. But there's an argument to be made that Jordan is better, and I think Jordan felt that way. And Jordan doesn't feel like he got the respect he deserved. Yeah. <clears throat> while I think the other guys on the team, some of them think that Jordan didn't respect the hierarchy of the group. And it was just, you know, it was just a lot of emotions. And, you know, like I said, that the that punch was kind of just the cherry on top. But if you look at why Jordan Poole is not here, I think it had more to do with just him not being satisfied with his role on the team and how he thought he was treated by certain people, and he wanted to start. It's pretty plain and simple, and it became obvious that he was not going to start over Klay Thompson.
1: Jason, you are blessed, my brother. Always love following your work, but to to get to live out in the Bay and cover this stuff, this is like the soap opera that keeps on giving, man. And it's crazy because when we talk about an organization like Golden State here in the past five to seven years, I think we can almost view them in the same light uh, as like a New England Patriots in the NFL, like the gold standard. So, So to hear these type of issues happening internally and for that video to get out and for them not to be able to mend that relationship on the inside walls there in Golden State. It's fascinating, and it gets me thinking, sh- should the Wizards feel like they have the infrastructure to get Jordan to act right?
2: Yeah, I don't think it's like, Jordan is not a problem. Like, I don't even want that to, like, be a thing. I think, what, what well, happened well, well, with well, Clearly Jordan's he was upset ha-
1: with his role,
2: and I think his role here in D.C.,
1: while it seems like it's clearly defined, maybe there is room for some sort of power dynamic between him and Kuzma who's the number one option? Do Wizards fans have to worry about that here in D.C.?
2: I don't think so. And if how they were acting uh, together this past Saturday is any indication, they already seem like they're pretty close. Yeah. You know, uh, I was at their little press conference in Vegas where Kuzma spoke first, then Jordan Poole spoke and, Jordan Poole was socializing with Kuzma's mom. They were sitting down talking for a while. They took pictures together. They were off to the side joking. Everybody, Everything seems cool now. Are they going to get a lot of wins? I'm not sure about that. But I think <laughs> there's going to be a lot of opportunity for Jordan Poole to grow. And like I said, Jordan Poole works extremely hard. He has a pretty good attitude. He just yeah. he wanted to start. He wanted a bigger role. And it was never going to happen in Golden State. And, like, part of when Jordan Poole got upset, I could see his argument for some of the things he was upset about. But, you know, man, like anything in life, it's not what you do. It's how you do it. And there was kind of a power struggle. There was definitely a power struggle, just subconscious one kind of brewing with him and Clay. He wants to start. The only other obvious person to take out of the starting lineup is Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, that's not going to happen. Not here in Golden State. And like I said, he's not going to volunteer it either. So I don't think Steve Curry even wanted to broach that road. Like, Clay, maybe you should come off the bench. So the easiest thing to do was to move Jordan. It helped them financially too. But I wouldn't sit here and say that Jordan Poole is a bad locker room guy. Okay. I just think what happened there is, he wanted more opportunity, and he was never going to get it in Golden State. And he never really said this publicly, but the yeah. writing was on the yeah. wall, people you talk to behind the scenes. So it wasn't even like he's not in the locker room puffing, puffing, dragging his feet, but sometimes it's hard to mask energy. You know, yeah. sometimes it's hard to mask sure. facial expressions. You you get it. You, I'm sure you've been of in course. a workplace and been unhappy, and sometimes it's just hard. So that's what it was more than the actual singular event of the punch, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I I think it's a fascinating situation that that we'll continue to monitor. We're joined right now by our pal Jason Dumas. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at jdumasreports. He is the sports director over at KRON4 News uh, out in the Bay Area, man. and He's also a reoccurring guest on our Odyssey sister station, (laughs) 95.7 The Game. Jason, I want to talk a little bit more about this because I was grilling Golden State and Bob Myers and company uh, a little bit earlier in this uh, off season, because I feel like with the trade being made, and I know now that we've got more information being shed on it, it was more so the relationship internally with everybody than it was just Draymond versus Jordan. But it kind of feels like with them shipping out Jordan Poole and then going out and paying Draymond $25 million annually, it kind of feels like they chose draymond over jordan Poole, and me and you know hoops as well as anybody do you think that's a good decision moving forward considering the age of stephen curry and the age mm-hmm. of clay thompson i think jordan was in a picture perfect situation for his career if he
2: could have exuded
1: a little bit more patience. because you know it uh jason he was the next dude up
2: yeah no a lot of people say that but this is a world where it's like what can you do for me now if- yeah Jordan's a very talented player, and I really think he would just—he was ready to take that next step. Yeah. Uh, he didn't go out and request a trade or anything, but right. the writing was on the wall. When you have someone, an employee that's unhappy, and his immediate situation probably is not going to change, and then you're just handcuffed by this new CBA, it all just started to make sense. That is a factor too—the money. Right. And if read I think the Warriors save like. Something like four hundred million in tax dollars potentially it's from with, not going into with, that second apron. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that had something to do with it too. I did. But in a perfect world, like I was sad to see Jordan go. It was a great story. He came into league in his first first year. It looked like he might not even belong in the NBA. He, he was he was one of the worst players in basketball. That second year he came came on and he helped uh lead the warriors to a 15 and 5 record down the stretch and he was a big part of it and then that third year he won a championship and he was one of their best players so yeah. you want to keep homegrown talent like that but sometimes it's just not possible people with emotions and egos kind of get in the way but i i tend to agree with you i think uh i think he would have it would have been beneficial for him to kind of swallow some of the pride and really just say, you know what? Yeah. I'm gonna ride out this situation until I can. But who knows? He might go lead the NBA in scoring next year and then we're gonna be like <laughs> he's gonna be like, I'm glad I'm not in Golden State. Right.
1: Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a, a fascinating situation. Like I said, the monitor moving forward. We're excited for him here in the Bay Area. My dude Wayne Cole, man, dubbed him a splash mo. I don't know if you're familiar to the DMV lingo, Jason.
2: I I did. I, I saw that. <laughs> I used to live in Frederick, Maryland. Oh, Frederick! Okay. lot. I dig it. Uh, yeah. I, I I my last job was out there in Frederick, okay. and so I was there for the Capitals' um, Stanley Cup. Okay. I covered that parade. I that whole playoff run. So I I know DC sports, and yeah, I think Jordan is going to really fit in in that fan base, and he's a likable guy. He, he is, really man. is. He just he just wanted a he just wanted a bigger role, and sometimes. You know, you can't be mad at someone for
1: that. Jason, as always, man, always good catching up with you. Look to do look look to catch up with you soon here in the future, my man. Appreciate you joining us.
2: All right, man. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yes, sir. That is Jason Dumas, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at J Dumas Reports for the latest on the Golden State Warriors. And now that we're up to speed on the latest out in the Bay Area with Jordan Poole, I want to open up the phones here. MGM National Harbor Listener Lines wide open. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. We've heard from Jason Dumas. We'll let you hear from Rick Bucher on the other side of this break. Wizards fans, considering how Jordan Poole's exit happened in Golden State, are any Wizards fans concerned about Jordan Poole's fit in this locker room uh, coming up during the 2023 season? Your call's.